The podcast you're about to listen to was originally aired on June 16, 2016. This is when Civil War was brand new. Enjoy. Hello everyone, this is JPO and I am back and beside me I am joined with... Matthew. And on the chat on the Skype I am with... Toa Legend. Yeah. And we are the council of the podcast name in brackets. And today's podcast we are talking about Captain America's Civil War. Woohoo. So, Matthew, do you want to start? What with? Toa, do you want to start? <laughs> okay. Quick rundown on the movie. Okay. Uh, Iron Man, Captain America... They're, they're mad at each... No, okay. <laughs> Stuff happened where the government's like, hey, you guys are out of control, and Iron Man's like, yeah, we kind of are. And so he takes half the team, and Cap's like, but but we need to be out of control, kind of. So he takes half the team. And there's this whole like philosophical battle that's going on, as well as like a real battle. And they find out that they're being manipulated the whole time by this one dude who's he had he had a family and they died in Sokovia um, well outside of the uh-huh. city that was dropped and uh, so he was just all mad at them and trying to get them to fight and trying to use Bucky to uh, influence them and then uh, Iron Man finds out that um, Bucky, Winter Soldier, uh, killed his parents, and so that turned him against them even more, and they end up breaking up as buddies, and Cap gives up his shield, but he rescues all of his half of the team. So yeah. Woohoo. Okay. Shall we do initial opinions? I'm gonna let you guys start this. Awesome movie. I enjoyed it. I agree with you there. Absolutely. Mm. Is that all? You wanna elaborate? Yep, that's it. Podcast's over. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, me, meh. Okay. Explain why. Explain why yourself. Hey, hey, we're on the winning side of the debate. Ninety percent of critics agree with us, so you can start. Why me? Why? Because then we can disprove every point you make. Um, yeah. Even if you disprove, you're not gonna change my mind. Like you, you should know that by all now. All right, all right. But my, either way. Okay. So the thing about this movie is that. I think it was good up to a certain point, up to the point where uh, the government captures Captain America and the Black Panther and uh, uh, Falcon after cha- after that massive chase scene. And after that, the movie just struggles trying to find a good point to it. Like, it doesn't know what it's trying to do after that, is my opinion of it. Okay. Pass me the thing, th- please. So for me, I think the only downfall that it had was that the ending was kind of anticlimactic. But yes, in reality, it. I've been thinking about it. 
and it kind of needed it because in the past Tony and uh, Steve have gotten together because gotten along well okay because there's been an immediate threat that they need to resolve well in the end they find out it's just one dude okay so there is no immediate threat so there's nothing to stop them I suppose and so what do you mean by unclimatic well there was a lot of buildup about oh no maybe there's another secret organization that's trying to uh, use these winter soldiers to take over the world or whatever and then it turns out nope it's just one dude and all he's trying to do is tear apart the Avengers he succeeded but yeah just kind of just like oh okay well good job well, well the reason uh, why I think that the ending was a bit anticlimactic is that they, they actually gave a bit of hope that Tony and Steve could eventually become friends again. And I just did not like that. Because it seems like they're in your face saying, Oh, oh, we're all good now, okay? We're, we're still mad at each other, but we're not going to try and kill each other. And that's kind of what I was disliked about the ending there. So you didn't like that they're not going to kill each other? Listen... After so many Marvel movies, this is just getting old for me. Um, the fight sequence at the airport was just kind of pointless to me. Like, I'm not sure what they're trying to do there. Um, I might elaborate on that later, but yeah. I mean, so Cap and Bucky were obviously... Their goal was to make it to wherever they were needing to go. And uh, so they had a team with them. So if they ran into anything, they would, you know, they'd be able to handle it. And Iron Man's side does show up and try to stop them. So I guess that was what the fight was about. And I probably that is one of my favorite if not my favorite superhero fight of any movie ever yeah it's awesome like i i agree to you that it's awesome but but i really wish that i would have seen an actual civil war because right there it's just superheroes trying to fight each other like not an actual we're fighting for our beliefs and stuff and so well, that's kind of what they were doing. Yeah, but it was not like as big as I would want it to be. I wanted a more brutal fight where, you know, they just lose friendships. The only friendships that I actually saw lost were Steve and uh, Cat. Uh, not Cat. Um, Tony. Yeah, Tony. That guy. To, to be fair, though, this isn't being done on the scale of the comic book. Which had pretty much every Marvel character ever at their disposal to do the Civil War with. So, and that one very much is about reimagining the Avengers and sort of adding in this extra level so that they can take the story farther. Whereas with Civil War, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is still being established. Mm -hmm. So they can't do a brutal fight where friendships are broken. Well, well, well why not? Because they're 
these are friendships that have just come together. Yeah, so, but yeah, friendship that just come together, they can still break apart though. Yeah, but it's it doesn't it's, feel as it feels like the friendship in general wasn't as strong. Right. And especially with uh the Marvel Cinematic Universe its inability to be able to use um mutants or uh Fantastic Four or anything like that. The world is kind of if if the Avengers fell apart, the world would be left unprotected. So friendships still have to stay together, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I understand that friendships have to stay together, but I'm talking about the friendships on the opposing side. If you're like against each other, that's the kind of friendship I'd expect to. Well, the whole point break. of this is that showing that they have these disagreements, and yet deep down. They really don't want to hurt each other. Like, throughout that whole mm -hmm. airport battle, until the moment when um, War Machine gets shot down, the whole battle doesn't... There are no stakes involved. It doesn't feel <laughs> right. like there's anything at stake. Yeah, but there's no battle after that. Yeah, after exactly. That, after that, Tony just shoots a guy and that's it. Well, they, they've realized at that point, oh, we probably shouldn't be fighting. But that's, that's more the fighting that I wanted, like... More brutal, and, like, I wanted more fatal stuff. Now, Toa, I know that you're highly against the killing of the superheroes, but this is just kind of my opinion on this. I mean, okay, so if they had killed anybody, like, actually killed anybody... It should have been Rhodey. Well, mm, maybe. Mostly because nobody really likes Rhodey all that much, but... Well, plus, like, how does he survive that? That's a solid question. I feel like G-Forces would have killed him, but... He's whatever. inside the Iron Man suit. So? Even still, like, if you're... If you're falling in the most, like, protective suit of armor, your organs will still squish around when you hit the ground. I guess... I guess there's... I don't really know the physics enough to say that he would have died, definitely, but it's... It seems likely that he would have died. Yeah. From from the shots that I saw, at least. Like my main problem with this universe is that they're not afraid to kill off their main villains. They're just afraid to kill off their superheroes, and Quicksilver doesn't really count because he really didn't have that much time to develop as a hero. Well, and it's speculated that he might be coming back anyways so. which might be a bit stupid but okay however how many times have superheroes died and stayed dead like seriously even in batman versus superman superman isn't going to stay dead right yeah well, that's dc that's expected well it's expected of marvel as well i don't know like i don't i didn't see gwen stacy come back to life or did she she probably I mean, did, but she's not a superhero. Well, actually, in the in the newer series, she's a uh, Spider Gwen. But yeah, but that's in the new in, series. I mean, to be fair, the whole Spider Man universe died with that movie. So until until the most recent movie where Spider Man was actually in it, that whole series died when she did. So the Amazing Spider Man series. Yeah. Oh well, no, I think it died because. Uh, Andrew something, I don't know. Garfield. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, some, I don't, something went wrong somewhere, and so I really wish they would have continued that series. See, 
So I liked it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I like I like the direction they're going with the Avengers um, with Spider-Man. Yeah. The, this is my favorite Spider-Man I've seen so far. No. Yes, it is. No. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like him. I mean, okay, so he's not, he's not the traditional uh, super responsible, mature Spider-Man we see. Like, he's still responsible, obviously, but he's not... I mean, he's young. They stress that a lot in this movie. Um, there are a couple of great lines about his youngness. And that's but, how the original character is. I mean, even if you watch the Tobey Maguire movies, he's still in high school. Yeah, I get yeah. that. But the way they seem, it's like this Spider-Man is kind of more like middle school is what I'm getting from this guy. No, he, it's he very does obvious seem... he's in high school, I feel. Not really. He does seem pretty young. Um, I'll admit, though, while okay, so while I was down where you guys are, I would have said exactly the same thing. He seems more like a middle schooler, but actually coming up here to the states, um, it seems like a lot of the high schoolers here don't act as mature. I don't really know why, but it. I guess it's a different just a different culture hmm. so to me i saw him and i thought oh, okay he seems pretty young he seems more like 14 but in reality he's probably 16 i think yeah I said in the movie the actor who plays him is 19 okay like i respect the actor like at least the actors will try to uh, do his own stunts and that's kind of what i like about him but my problem is not on the actor's part is more on the writing points. To me, this Spider-Man did not feel like a uh, Peter Parker version of Spider-Man. Uh, to me, he, he kind of felt a bit more like Miles Morales. And he, he kind of sounded like Miles as well. Like He had that kind of a African-American tone in his voice. And this is... I, me what? I think it's more... They, they gave him more of a New York... Uh, what is he from? Boston? No, um, Brooklyn. Or no, is it Brooklyn? Queens. 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 Yeah. They gave him more of a Queens accent, which is kind of. I mean, he's. If he's lived there, he may as well have that accent. Yeah, and and also, I'm I'm not really liking the ways costume is designed to me it's like i'm debating whether or not he's actually wearing it or if that's just cgi rendered because it does not look that great yeah i'll give you that um the costume as like a design besides how red it is i think looks really good it's very from what i've seen it's very comic book accurate uh it looks really good, but yes, it does look very CGI, um, and that's what I really—that's what I was really worried about when I saw the uh, the trailer for for this movie, as I thought, "Oh no, it's gonna be a CGI Spider-Man." And while that probably was true for a good portion of it, during the actual movie, especially when. Uh, Peter took off 
the mask, it was like, oh, okay, well, maybe it isn't completely CGI. And I kind of, I kind of forgot about that whole thing for a bit. Hmm. And, like, my last and final thing that I don't really like about the new Spider-Man is the way they introduced him into the movie. To me, the way they brought him in kind of seems forced. Like, there was no development for him. He was just right there. There's a new Spider-Man. There's no backstory for him. Tony just found him online and said, Oh, I'm going to get this kid to fight the Avengers, and that's it. See him in the next movie. Well, okay, so yeah... That's for sure. Also, like, they didn't really set up on how Tony found out that he was Spider-Man, which to me was kind of like, oh, that sucks. But um, on that note, this isn't really a but. It's more of an and. But uh, what's his face? Ant-Man. They didn't really discuss how they found him either. Oh, I guess... I guess he was he actually went to the Avengers. Yeah, yeah that yeah that. Yeah. In in his movie, but even still it was it was kind of bizarre. Mhm. I don't know. I think so I watched um Age of Ultron. Okay. Just pretty recently. And uh one thing that I really liked about Civil War was I felt more a part of it rather than just a spectator. In that for uh, Age of Ultron, it was very technologically based. Like, we got back from Avengers 1 to this team that now had all this technology and... uh they had a whole suit or a whole legion of uh, Iron Man suits at their disposal, and they they seemed to be like all in order and everything. But for this movie, it was like, no, these guys are just people. So I, that was really refreshing for me. I definitely like Ultron a lot less now uh, that this one's come out. Hmm. Um, and even like. The thing about this one is, yeah, the supervillain, quote-unquote supervillain, was not super, like, climactic. He didn't really do too much. He didn't drop an entire city on top of the earth. But he seemed more real. Ultron just seemed forced in a lot of ways. So, uh-huh. and at the end of the day, one dude, like, separated the Avengers by himself, so that was pretty cool, too. Uh-huh. Although it wasn't, like, the best villain they could have had, it worked. They better bring him back, because that was a total waste of Daniel Brule. He's a lot better than that, well, the actor. No, the character that I think they wasted the most was Crossbones. Was that Crossbones or was that The Crossbones Punisher? was the guy in the beginning, wasn't he? Yeah. Was that Crossbones or was that Punisher? No, though? that was Crossbones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking about that. It seems like they should uh figure out a way to bring him back. 
I don't know. Yeah, well, he blew up. A waste of another good villain that they could have used in the future. Oh, well. <sighs> yeah. Well, shall we go by characters quickly and say if we liked them or didn't like them? Sure. Okay. All right. Let's start. We should, wait, beforehand, we all need to say which team we are on so that everybody knows. I myself was definitely a team cap from the start to the finish. Yeah, team cap for me. Well, because it was his movie, I was team cap. But from a legal standpoint, I'm team Iron Man. Okay, why's that? Well, you know, uh, to me, those the superheroes, the Avengers, were more like a vigilante force. They did not really answer to anyone, and that's... And I kind of agreed with uh, uh, Senator Ross's opinion and how they need to be they they need to answer to someone so that it can be under control. And so, in a legal standpoint, I do agree in that. But of course, in a personal, personally, not legally, I just think just let the Avengers do what they do. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you. There definitely should be some restraints on the Avengers. But, like, I don't know. It. I think I felt like Cap's reasoning was better than, than Tony's. Tony definitely seemed to do it more out of guilt than, than anything. But I think, honestly, both sides were very, like, good. It was hard to say, well, one side is the bad guy and one side is the good guy. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it was really well done because it actually had you thinking. Well, why? What would I choose in this situation? Like, who would I go with? So that was cool. Anyways, characters. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with Captain America. Well, he... to me, he was just Captain America. There's. I didn't really have any opinion on him, so... Yeah, I, w- I was surprised you didn't die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also... Uh, wasn't. <laughs> well, yeah, I I read the comic book, like, a year ago, and mm-hmm. I was surprised I didn't do more of what the comic book had. They actually had um, Cap winning in the movie instead of Iron Man. But did Iron Man win in the movie, though? No, Iron Man won in the comic book. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that that was probably the most surprising thing for me about Cap, was that he didn't lose and didn't die. Um, I don't know. For me, like, I don't know. Cap seemed. I was talking to my dad about this and it was interesting for him to uh to realize what side Cap was fighting for because like it seems like Cap was more of the follow the rules type of guy but in this movie he was more about the people 
I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. It was it was interesting because especially with the line in the first Avengers movie about um, everybody being soldiers and Iron Man saying, well, we're not soldiers. And then he's signing everybody up to be basically a soldier. It was it was weird. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, this is actually one of those parts. I I don't really want to bring up the comic book that much, but I sort of have to. Where um, in the comic book you have a whole bunch of time to develop this, whereas in the movies they pretty much just introduce the relationship between Iron Man and Cap. I mean, they've been in three movies together, and that isn't really enough time to quite establish their the way their relationship works together and also their different ideologies yeah so i feel that's one part i would say if you're interested in all of the reasoning behind that the comic book goes in a little more in depth uh, as to their arguments but yeah it can be kind of confusing as to why they seem to be switching their yeah ideologies yeah i think cap overall like he we definitely got to see like legitimately how strong he was when he you know made sure the helicopter didn't fly away (laughs) um (laughs) yeah but yeah i'm pretty sure he could have jumped onto the helicopter though yeah probably that would have made life that that would have been more realistic oh man easier yeah like, okay, I get it that, you know, he has a, a big muscles, but I don't need to be in, you don't need to be in my face about it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. He, he was a good character. Um, obviously that scene at the end where apparently he knew that, uh, that Bucky had killed, uh, Iron Man's parents was kind of like, eh, I don't know. It. For me, it just seemed out of place. Didn't well, yeah. they kind of they kind of hinted at it at in the Winter Soldier mm-hmm. uh, when uh, Cap was like uh, talking to the um, Swedish computer guy, and they're yeah. talking about Hydra and how they would eliminate um, threats to people to help about discovering or going against their plans, and so and Hydra they would use the Winter Soldier and. When he talked about eliminating witnesses, they showed a, a newspaper clipping of uh, Tony's parents, so that's kind of where you would get the connection between, oh, that and that. Yeah. However, his character hasn't really been established to be that good at deduction to have pieced that all together. Yeah, and it was, I don't know, it just seemed really bizarre overall. Yeah. It. And for... So for me, for Cap, or no, for Iron Man to have snapped at that was kind of like, okay, yeah, he killed your parents, but it wasn't like it was his choice, really. Yeah, like, I, I can actually understand. Like, Cap, I don't think, a lot of times he doesn't really use um complete logic. He would like to just go right into it. And... To me, I kind of liked that moment when he snapped because, to me, that kind of showed that Cap was a bit more human than what I've seen. Because in the other movies, I really didn't have a a, a relationship to 
Iron Man. And so, seeing him snapping this one about, like, it shows that he's still not over, like, his parents' murder. And so, yeah. I guess. I don't know. It just seemed kind of... Yeah, it did seem... There wasn't a lot of hinting in it. Like, the way Cap didn't act awkward at all around Iron Man. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like Cap knew something. It was... It was just normal interactions between the two. Yeah. Wouldn't that normally help? Normally be how it would be in real life? I mean, okay, Not, so if I found on... out... If I found out a reason behind a tragedy uh, that one of you guys had... I would probably act a little bit more awkward around you guys. Especially if I knew that if I told you things could go bad or I don't know. So I I think Yeah. I guess it's Yeah. And then the fight sequence after that. That that for me was my Kind of my favorite fight scene of the movie, because to me that is kind of what I expected the movie to have, instead of the uh, com- comedic fight they had in the airport, so. Yeah, I mean, definitely the tone of that fight was really good, but I think, I don't know, I, I feel like they just put that fight in for, um, just to have an end fight, I suppose. It was just kind of there. Mm. Okay. Anyways, so on to... Well, before we move on, we should probably quickly discuss the hashtag give Cap a boyfriend. (laughs) Um, Have you heard anything? No boyfriend. Yeah, but it's a girlfriend. It's good. It is? Well, not the tweet, but that's kind of how it should be, because, you know, there's that girl. Well, the thing, have you heard the evidence behind it? So, before you go into that, I do have a question. Had the girl that Cap kissed, has she been in any of the other movies? Yeah, the Winter Soldier. I don't remember. Okay, yeah, that that would be why. I haven't Um, seen that movie in a while. So, basically, the logic behind Give Cap a Boyfriend is that throughout the movie, he's doing pretty much everything in the movie for Bucky. And it's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that norm that people wouldn't normally do just for a friend. So it's like um, betraying your friends and turning some of your friends against other of your friends for someone you haven't seen in a while and who barely even remembers. Yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, Cap and Bucky shippers um there was actually a i don't know must have been two guys i don't know they uh they cosplayed to a meetup where there was where both the actors uh for iron man and bucky were there and these two cosplayers right before the picture was taken they uh they started kissing (laughs) um and they're cosplaying as Bucky and Cap and so the uh the reaction from both the actors was pretty great but yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation on that subject um there I've seen a lot of people shipping um 
like Falcon and Bucky. <laughs> Uh, I the see, other, I that, the yeah. other logic behind it is that Disney has a terrible track record with LGBT communities. I mean, none in 2015, none confirmed. So what? Compared to other studio, I mean, other studios are doing terribly as well with one or two. What? So, yeah. What are you talking about? LGBT characters what? in Disney so, it, movies. Does that need to happen? I don't see why not. I don't it's see why. representation. Yeah, but you don't have to, like, feed to the needs of everyone out there. Like, you just... I mean, okay. So, Marvel's been pretty bad about this, if, uh, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. In the comic books right now, they're like, hey, we need representation from female characters, so we're going to make this ancient Norse deity from mythology and history into a girl because we want to. Well, yeah, it isn't even a a unique character. It's just girl Thor, like a girl exactly. version of Thor. What? Um, furthermore, uh, well, I like what they've done with Miss Marvel, um, mm-hmm. but like... What are we talking about now? In even- the comics, Marvel has been like, hey, we need more representation, so we're going to change our characters to fit random pressures that we have today like they they made freaking uh iceman a character who's been around for 50 years they're like hey we're gonna make him gay now why it was definitely unnecessary yeah in the in the comic books i would say unless they're introducing new characters or having a new version of the character i don't think they should just make someone gay but I think they do need to start introducing characters, and since Captain America in the movies so far, there's enough sufficient evidence to say that he is. I feel like by doing that, it would give See, Disney a big step forward in front of a whole bunch of other companies. Um, it's sort of I, like what they did with Star Wars by making a female lead in a major I mean, blockbuster. I could see Cap to be bi, but not directly See, gay. My uh, my argumentation on this is no, he probably wouldn't be gay, just in the fact that he was born in what, like the fifty? No, not even before that, like thirties <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. yeah, like he was born a long, long time ago. Like, so he probably doesn't. He's probably just trying to accept the fact that, you know, like different races are are equal or different sexualities are equal he's trying to accept that himself i don't see him having that mindset of being okay with it himself like for himself on top of the fact that um the two people that he seems to have loved are um agent carter and uh her niece, I suppose. Which, that in and of itself is just kind of weird. Well, but, yeah, but he didn't know it was her niece at the time. Yeah, Until and I guess, he like... he kissed her in the elevator right after her fu- the funeral. <laughs> that That's a little bit inappropriate. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I feel like... I feel like 
Disney is going to have to do something soon. And if they do it with Captain America, especially if they can figure out a good reason and make it feel natural, I, a lot of the pressure that's on Disney right now will be released. Maybe. I don't know. The The thing is, Cap is already established as a character and as, like, he already has love interests. Like, you, you wouldn't be able to make Iron Man, for instance. You wouldn't be able to make him gay because, I mean, he's already been with Pepper. It just doesn't fit his character. I think of any of the characters, you might be able to make uh, Natasha. You might be able to make her bi. Mm. Um, you might be able to make Bucky gay, but like Spider-Man. Oh yeah, definitely. That, that's actually a theory I have. Yeah, definitely Spider-Man because yeah. of, I mean, not mm, not to maybe. be stereotypical, but his voice is a little bit. Yeah. And uh, also, I was looking over the cast list for the new Spider-Man movie, and according to IMDb, there is no Mary Jane. Cast well, yeah, yet. but he's in high school. Yeah, but yeah. I would. Yeah, then then they would have to do a what? Uh, Mark John. No, the, the other. <coughs> Gwen Stacy. Yeah, Gwen Stacy. Okay. My, they don't have any. Like, name of a love interest of Spider-Man cast yet? So my theory is that they're going with the Miles Morales theme. And yet, instead of making the character black, they're making the character gay. If the character was black, that would be a much more interesting Spider-Man. I would. Why? I would actually love to see a black Spider-Man on screen. I mean, Star Wars had a black character, and there, and that didn't do much. Yeah, I like. I, I like Finn. Yeah, but no one's talking about Finn. They're talking about how they want Star Wars to have. LGBT characters. Like, I don't care about that, but this isn't Star Wars. This is Spider-Man, a mu- yeah. uh, like a much more well-known character. Yeah, exactly, and that's why by changing up the character, you are offering a type of representation. You're taking in a character that people love and adding a new dimension to the character. No, you're removing parts of them and and switching it for other yeah, parts. Yeah, you're, you're replacing I don't, the character, yeah. My, the way I see it is Spider-Man, okay, he needs he needs to at least be bi, if not straight, for the fact that he, his love interests what are, are Gwen Stacy, um, Mary Jane, and at one point, uh, Black Cat, or whatever her name is. Person. That's not Catwoman. Uh, okay. However, that's and in the comic books. That is in the comic books, but they've based the movies on the comic books. But don't don't forget there are TV shows out there with um, some of those characters. Right. Yeah. The I I feel though the movies are trying to not be married to the comic books, so. Sure, they're based off of the comic books, but even within the characters, you see character differences. I guess, yes, but this is a complete change. Like, it's like, I don't know. Right now, 
Captain America is still the nice, you know, let's save the world kind of guy. Like, he's he hasn't changed. He hasn't hailed Hydra, although that has happened in the comic books. We don't talk about that, though. What? No. Like, that's not um, official. They haven't even said that was official. That it's in one of the comic books. No, like, no, he's not Hydra, no. I mean, they haven't really confirmed it, but they haven't denied it either. It's I'm like, pretty sure they're just going to say, The reason why kidding. people think that he's Hydra is because, you know, like, I think his mother was Hydra or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. And so that was... Uh, yeah. However, it's in the comic book. Yeah, but it's it, not, it they is, have but not it's, officially yeah. said that he was Hydra. In my opinion, it's kind of like them saying, oh yeah, Superman's dead. Okay, let's wait a couple yes. comics till he's alive. Oh no, he was just faking it. Yeah. Anyways, I I don't think they would fundamentally change uh, their characters, really. You see these changes not really on the big screen as much as you do on the small screen. Um, Flash, for instance, made the West family black, which... Sure, why not? That's Wasn't that a thing in New 52? Uh, I'm actually not sure on that. I think so, though. Um, well, but I, I can't... I mean, I can point well, out a bunch of differences between... Like, Fantastic Four, they made the one guy black. I can never remember any of their Fantastic names. Four yeah. was a tragedy. Yeah, but still, you do, you shouldn't necessarily ignore it. I mean... Um, like, yeah. And even, even in sexuality, like... In the Deadpool movie, they made Deadpool "quote unquote" pansexual. That's arguable, but okay. I mean, yeah. but it's Deadpool, like yeah, it's, you really can't explain Deadpool. You, you can do pretty much anything with Deadpool, is the thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just look at just look at the X Men movies. They did whatever they want with Deadpool. It wasn't good, mm. but they did whatever they wanted. Um, the thing is like changing a character's sexuality especially if they already have a love interest in the comics is fundamentally changing the entire comic not the comic well the movie is a form of the comic for me if they were to like change a a great aspect of the character then they need to create just have that be a completely different character not the same character as we all know uh, on top of that, the movies are basically giant advertisements for the comics. Mm. Actually, it's switched now. Uh, the comics are advertisements for the movies. Yeah, but no one really cares about that. the comics yeah, anymore. Yeah, no, no one cares about the comics anymore. Except exactly. DC. And, so, they but, can, so they can complain about it. So <laughs> Basically, what they're doing is they're like, hey, this this movie is based off of this comic. You should check out this comic. Except they aren't it, quite doing that. So no, more. but it's getting more people interested in comics. Yeah. Yeah. In, at the end of the day. Anyway, I don't um, think they would use their biggest form of representation to fundamentally change a character. If they're adding a new character, sure, why not? But characters that are already established shouldn't... I, I feel like they should be the same um like we already see there's a love interest developing between vision and wanda really 
um, which actually happens in the comics, by the way. Um, they actually get married, and then they find out that Vision can't have kids with her, and so she uh, basically implants kids into herself using dark magic, and then she finds out she accidentally implanted demon spawn into herself. It's a weird... Anyways. But you can already see that that's kind of starting to happen there. Well, if actually, if they go with that, that route, if they can speed up the process a little bit, then they could introduce gay characters quicker. How? Because of Wiccan. Who the heck is Wiccan? You know who Wiccan is, right? Or Toa. You know, you can you bleep it out? Oh my god, I'm gonna kill you. Yes. I know. I have to like search through the entire audio file to find that one thing and bleep it here, out. Here, I'll yell so that you know it's right here. Anyways. No. So Um Because that's being bleeped, uh Matthew cursed. Just saying. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, I actually do not know who Wiccan is. Oh, you uh, don't? No, I'm not. I'm I'm honestly not too uh, not too in depth on all of the Marvel characters, but okay. I would love to know Wiccan, uh, Marvel. I don't have the mental capacity to. Ah, yes. Know. Okay, I have seen him before, at least. Who? W w Wiccan. Wiccan. Uh, I feel spelled. like I'm making this Normal. big. Here, I can. Yeah, you can look it uh, up. Young Avengers. Yep, I've seen that comic. Um, I think we kind of need to continue. Okay. Anyways. Um, yeah, so. Besides Cap's bromances. Um, the hell is this? I think probably the biggest change between, like, four characters, um, probably, in my opinion, was was Iron Man. What's Red Naruto doing here? Red Naruto. <laughs> I feel like that's racist right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, Except considering that, the character is a Asian, I don't know if it can be racist. I mean, like, he has that headband. To, to be fair, he does look like he belongs in Naruto. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Just because of the headband, though. <laughs> like, and the facial, fa facial, facial structure, and the way the character's designed, kind of, yeah. Anyway, we should probably continue on with the, the characters. Okay, on to Iron Man. Um, Iron Man probably had the most character development. In yes, my opinion. yes, yes. Um, he's. A completely different character than from his first appearance in Iron Man One. Oh yeah, uh, he's he's trying to figure out what being a hero really is, um, and he's def he you obviously see him trying. He's he's not like in the last movie he thought okay well if i just stop things before if i stop evil before it happens then we're good but then he realized that that road led to dictatorship and in this one he's saying okay i need to i need to be controlled because i wasn't controlled in the last movie and in the last movie 
I'm basically why Sokovia went down. <laughs> um, and so in this one, he's he's trying to reconcile with that, and he's he's really uh yeah he's he's really trying to be a hero, but he's he's struggling a lot with well he knows that he's been told all his life that Captain America is this great hero. And uh, then this great hero that he's somewhat looked up to is now disagreeing with him completely. And so he's trying to be the hero himself. I think the whole movie is really good on emphasizing um, Iron Man. And Robert Downey Jr. did an amazing job of representing that. So, yeah. I think it was good. I feel like... I don't know. I, I knew a bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff, but I don't know. I I feel like he was sort of shoved into the movie to a certain extent. It felt like the movie was trying to tell two storylines, and I know that Robert Downey Jr., when he heard that they were making Captain America 3, he said, I'm going to be in Captain America 3, or I'm not going to be in any other movies for you. So they sort of had to put him in. And I feel like, to a certain extent, adding him in, it shifted the focus of the movie from Captain America and Bucky and their relationship and sort of made it very different. It it made it, I, I in my opinion, it made it more of an Avengers movie, not just a Captain America movie. Yeah, but I felt Which... like it should have stayed mostly a Captain America movie because... I don't know, I feel like we need to know a bit more about the character, because so far, basically, he's just been the person who fights evil and is always good. Like, me, I really think that uh, Civil War is a storyline that should have come out uh, much later than it did. Yeah, I, yeah, I would also probably. agree with that. E even though it was a good movie, I would agree. Like, I agree that the movie is pretty good. I love the directing with the... The Russo brothers? Yeah, those two. I, I, lo I love their directing in this movie, but it's just a... F this movie's just um, struggling for me, so... Anyway. Uh, continuing with characters. Okay, next up is Black Widow. She did yeah. stuff. I, I was surprised she wasn't on Cap's team. I mean, so, obviously, like... I don't know. I Her, her situation is a little complicated. It's definitely... Um, she definitely wants to side with the government. She, know that that, she knows that that's probably the best thing to do but at the same time she doesn't want to be restricted by the government either so she's you can see that she's not really on one side or the other she's kind of on both and so the line about her being a, a double agent was kind of perfect for her yeah i i feel though with the character that they've established she falls more on cap's side so hmm. Because she she doesn't seem like someone who takes kindly to someone telling her what to do. 
So, yeah, I was thinking that she would just be a double agent for the whole movie, working for Cap. Yeah. I I think, well, they definitely probably put her on uh, Iron Man's team just to, uh, I mean, the witty, the witty banter between uh, her and uh, Hawkeye was great. Yeah. Um, as well as it balanced out the uh, guy to girl ratio for each team. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she definitely sided a lot with Cap, but she stuck to what she thought was best throughout the whole thing. I thought that was good. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Bucky. Not, I didn't think there was too much going on there. He had his yeah. big movie with the last one. Yeah, I mean, like, he mainly he was confused and conflicted and all that stuff. He basically just wanted to be out of whatever situation he was in. He just wanted to yeah. be left alone. Mm, I love his, um, like, uh, chase sequence in the movie where... He's being chased by the government and Black Panther and capped. Mm-hmm. It's just this and, and that bike thing, the oh, thing <laughs> that he does with the bike. Oh where yeah, he that was it awesome. and it goes around. Yeah. That, yep. that was. And you have a metal arm. That's so cool. <laughs> yes. Okay. Next is Falcon. He actually had quite a bit to do. I mean, he he was really good, like using his wings for different things in this movie. Yeah, besides I really just that. flying. Yeah, that like, was pretty cool. As one sure. reviewer put it, like in Captain America: The Winter Soldier, you suddenly realize how Captain how Cap's shield can be used as a weapon, and then in Civil War, you finally realize how Falcon's wings can be used as a weapon. Like mm-hmm. my. It's like one of my main problems with uh, Age of Ultron, which I really loved, well, really liked, um, was that Falcon was not really a part of the team, which is just like, ah. Uh... Because yeah. I, I liked Falcon's character very much. Yeah, Falcon was pretty cool. I don't know. I like. I, I definitely liked him in this most recent movie. He did. He did good. And he had his little, like, Oh, yeah. Bot. The, yeah. That's pretty great. Hmm. Okay. Next is, um, War Machine. Not really much to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, he got shot me, out of the sky by Vision. For me, I think War Machine is just there. But for no reason. Like... I feel like yeah. they, I feel like they've just kind of given up on his character and just made him be like, there. Okay, so I'm not really too fond of the actor who plays War Machine. Like he's, yeah. you can see him try to be funny, but it's it's not. Eh. Um, I miss the old actor, the first one. Yeah. Anyways, War Machine, he's basically there, so people can beat up Iron Man without beating up Iron Man. It's kind of just the the 
punching dummy. And, and you need to shoot someone down out of the skies. Yeah. And have him break their legs, which will probably be, be, be healed by the next movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, probably. Yep. Even if they are paralyzed, you know, mechanics and stuff. <sighs> we'll just get felicitied. Or, or, oh no, or, or, or Oracle. Yeah. Or Oracled, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, since this is going a bit slow, we'll just skip to the most interesting characters. Okay. So, um, next is Black Panther. Oh, I loved his character. Hmm. He wasn't bad. He was, uh... He basically, he stuck to his guns the whole movie. That was... That was good. And then at the end, he's like, Okay, I realized I was wrong, so what can I do to make up for it? That was pretty cool. Like, the thing I like about these characters is just how serious he is. Compared to the other ones, they would have quips every now and then, but he's mostly quiet throughout the entire thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's more focused and... He's really out. I, I I like the how I like the the agility about his character. Although, um, I'm not entirely sure if I would if I like the idea of them introducing his character now and then develop more of his character later. In I'm I can only guess to be some sort of prequel, but I I hope mm. it's a sequel where. I heard a theory that it might be um, Black Panther has to defend his country from the U.S. government, which is coming in to try and steal Bucky back. Mm. That Um, makes sense. And, like, I really do hope they explain more about the uh, mythology behind it, because it seems like the Black Panther as a character... Uh, has a bit of a history in the in his own con- with his people, and so hmm. I'm interested to know more about that. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a really good character introduction, I think, for this type of movie. Oh yeah. Okay, next is um. We can probably anything big about the vision? Probably not. Uh, let's, eh. let's you can down. walk through walls. That's yeah. something so let's that scroll down the list here. Something that's um, kind of. Scarlet Witch was kind of cool. Yeah, you got she to see, good. you got to see more of her powers, which was I think, interesting. Yeah, oh. I think her powers were a lot more defined in this movie. I think rather than the last one, where it was like she can do freaky stuff. This one so, is more telekinesis. The thing that I just really did not like about this is how, like, she was not allowed to get a visa because she has superpowers. Yeah. Uh, my response to the line of they don't give visas to weapons of mass destruction is NATO. It's like, I understand what they're going there, but in, like she's still a human being. Right. And like, even if and they should probably just kick her out of the country because she doesn't have a visa. Like, why don't they follow those rules? Ugh. It, it's, yeah. The, the problem is a lot of this stuff is like you're, as a comic book movie, it's building upon a foundation of characters that don't, that weren't necessarily thought out. So different things like that, they're like, well, why didn't anyone think of those? So the movie brings it up to try and remedy that, but it never really 
solves that. So you have the problem of, well, do you kick her out of the country for the sake of grounding the film, or do you just leave her there for the sake of the character and the story and everything? Yeah. I think, like, the most character development she really had was um, definitely around the position of uh, Vision. Well, that was one of the bigger ones, I would, I would say. But, eh. Otherwise, she was kind of just there. She was figuring out who she was in this new situation. Um, it, it's It's kind of like a setup for her as a character this movie i think or as more of a big character yeah Yeah. okay Okay. we've already talked a lot about spider-man so um (laughs) ant-man yeah he can go big (laughs) woohoo yeah he he was probably like paul rudd is amazing at being the supporting character Uh absolutely he 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 did some really hilarious things there oh i I like i love how they added that whole uh comedic uh, like thing where he's short and in real world you just don't really see what's going on (laughs) and also how he's able to uh disarm iron man oh yes yep also the uh the jump off of the arrow <laughs> yeah that was and standing fight. on the shield when spidey <laughs> yeah. took it and turning giant you're like well okay i guess that's happening now <laughs> yep yeah. he, he had some of the best lines in the movie as well Absolutely. oh captain america i i know you too captain america <laughs> Like, what time zone are we in? <laughs> yeah, he was good. Um, of course, the movie that he came from was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I beg to differ, but whatever. I mean, yeah, there were there were definitely flaws I, with it. I also have... The director that they initially hired is one of my favorite directors, and then creative differences, so... Right. Yeah. Like, we all have our biases. Yeah. I, I, I am going to rewatch it because usually when I rewatch Marvel movies that I didn't like, I like them more the second time. Okay. No one really too big. Um, Senator Ross, I, love, I like that they brought back that character. Yep. What about Martin Freeman? Oh, wait, I'm just realizing that he has the same last name. Uh, As a character? Yeah, Senator Ross and um, Everett K. Ross. Like, I didn't didn't really like Martin Freeman's character because he didn't really play that much a part about this. And also, seeing, seeing him on screen, like, I could see it was really distracting to hear him struggle to have an american accent and so yeah i i i'd agree with you there like he was i like him as an actor he's a great actor but it was a bizarre role for him like i'm thinking okay is he gonna be watson or is he gonna be bilbo i i think it's kind of funny that he and benedict cumberbatch can't go anywhere without each other right (laughs) 
That's yeah. pretty great. Like, I'm interested to see here uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's um, accent because it sounds really interesting. He, he yeah. better, Martin Freeman better show up in Doctor Strange. Oh, I'm pretty sure he, he could show up when they're yeah. combining the Avengers and stuff. See, I feel like there has to be a line between um, Tony and Strange. What? Being that Robert Downey Jr. and Benedict Cumberbatch have both played as Sherlock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. Okay. Hmm. It, yeah. That. Ooh. Hmm. Yep. That, that's pretty much it. So, the two big Avengers, the two strongest of... Uh, <clears throat> of the group are gone in this movie and for the Hulk it was more it seemed to be more well actually both of them it seemed to be more plot convenience than anything well well I think I don't know I think that thing I don't know Thor plays such an important role in the comic book that I feel like if you put him in the movie it would be I mean on one hand you can't have him kill someone like he does in the comic book but on the other hand, if you try to have him in the movie without killing someone, he, people who have read the comic books are going to be... I mean, that's just another big difference. To And it's... Since, he played, since that part plays such an integral role to the comic book, I feel like putting Thor in, you would wonder, well, why wasn't Thor doing what he did in the comic book? Yeah. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens when Thor and the Hulk come back. Um, I think the idea about it is that Thor was helping Hulk trying to get his own planet and stuff, so. Uh, I don't think planet Hulk is a thing. No, no, I think it is a thing. I think they're, they're gonna, like, set it up in Thor Ragnarok, but they're not really gonna touch on it. Possibly. Maybe. Okay. Um, Ragnarok is the next big Marvel movie coming out. Is it? Uh, well, is Doctor it Strange. Doctor Strange. Well, besides Doctor... I said big. Doctor Strange probably. Well, then there's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but Guardians of the Galaxy is not part of the Avengers universe yet. Oh, technically, yes, it is. It is, but not yet. They, they haven't joined the Avengers yet. There's been sort of by degrees of separation interaction through Thanos. Yeah. Anyways, okay. uh, Ragnarok. I'm expecting good things. Uh, let me but... let me quickly look up because there were a whole bunch of recent casting announcements for Ragnarok that we can discuss. I don't think I want to discuss that. Well, no, it's like big stuff. Like um, I think I wanted Kate to be Blanchett. And I want to be spoiler free about free about this. See, okay, the big thing for me is now that I've been playing Smite for over like two years now, and I actually know Norse mythology. Okay. Um, this movie is gonna be uh, interesting, especially because they haven't followed Norse mythology in the past. And Ragnarok is kind of a big thing in Norse mythology, so it'll be interesting. They've they've mentioned uh, hell before, <laughs> as in really, 
Jeff Goldblum. Yes, Dude, there. Jeff Goldblum? Sweet. Yep. Sign and me up. Kate, Kate Blanchett and Carl Urban are the three big... Oh, and Tessa Thompson. The, those are the big announcements that they had recently. <laughs> and um, Jeff Gold, or Carl Urban is playing Scourge. Jeff Goldblum, Grandmaster. Kate Blanchett, Hella. And Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Valkyrie? Val- so, uh, her name is just Valkyrie. Yes. I, I okay. have no idea. I, just... I think I know who Hella... Oh, yeah. Okay, it was a really so... awesome image uh, of Kate Blanchett as Hella, if you're interested in it. And so, in Norse... I'm assuming that that's Hella is hell from from Norse mythology hell being yes. the goddess of the underworld yes that would be true um so that's cool they're obviously they better have Fenrir in it because he's kind of a big part of the thing Jormungandr would be sweet too How you doing? anyways we'll see Andy Circus. Yes, Andy Serkis is in Black Panther as well as Michael B. Jordan and Lupita Nyong'o. So those are pretty big casting announcements. Oh, but how? Ooh, Andy Serkis, yay! I want Captain that. Marvel, Brie Larson. I don't know how confirmed that is. I think it's confirmed. Brie it's like, Larson. I don't know. I, I'm not entirely sure. Like uh, I heard is I, I heard that's kind of what fans are, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, from what I know, that's true. Captain Marvel as Brie, Lar- or Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, which is awesome because Brie Larson is amazing. But I don't really know what to think about the Captain Marvel character. Because there, there are two Captain Marvels. One is the Marvel Captain Marvel, and the other one's DC's Captain Marvel. Also known as Shazam. Okay, Guardian of, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 has um, Elizabeth Debicki, who's... And so, oh wait. Sylvester Stallone? Yes, Sylvester Stallone. Vin D- oh, oh yeah, he's in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kurt Russell. Oh. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Oh, cool. Wow. Dude, Lou Ferrigno? What? The original Hulk. What's he doing? He was, he was the Hulk, I think. But what is he the, doing now? In the TV show. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Here, I'll oh. open a few of these other ones. What to see are we doing? We Valkyrie. I think we're Inhumans. Yes, the Inhumans movie. I think they cast a few people. No, doesn't look like it. I mean, if oh. So I they th- do have they do have the Hulk cast for this, but they don't really have. Uh, any of the other Avengers, so we might have a Planet Hulk. But uh, Inhumans, I think, is the perfect opportunity for, like, to bring uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. into the universe. I don't want to see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the universe. Why not? It's, I mean... It's like the point, like, like, it's kind of gone to annoying that, you know, they're still part of the universe, but not and I just want to I want it to be officially a canon. 
Okay, looks like no big casting announcements besides that. So, quickly, do you think they should have had the um, Marvel Netflix characters in Civil War? Uh, no. I think they should bring them in much later. Oh, like... Jessica like Daredevil Jones, or Daredevil. Jessica Jones. Later. Yeah, later. Okay. They're, yeah, they're just should, not... Yeah, they they're not ready yet. I think... I, I hope they'll be in, in Infinity War because... Yeah, obviously. I actually did the calculations, and if they stay on track, I think this Civil War had like twelve superheroes, and by um, by the time Avengers um, Infinity War comes out, I think it'll be twenty four characters superheroes. Yeah, except Infinity War is no longer titled that. It isn't. It's just Avengers three. I doubt that. No, that no, that that's it's official. Like really, for the first mo- the first movie, it is just Avengers three. Okay. Hmm. But yeah, um, I really think they should wait to introduce the Netflix characters, so that way they can uh, introduce um, more in depth uh, Luke Cage and uh, Iron Fist. Now my question is, Marvel in general, is trying to maintain a family-friendly tone, uh, ignoring the Netflix shows. So, should they put that in jeopardy by introducing people to the Netflix shows, possibly leading kids to check them out and scarring these kids for life? So, what I uh, what I analyzed between this movie and the last Avengers movie is that they're kind of making this more adulty. In However, the uh, in the last not enough in the However, last movie, Marvel has said people. I forget who it was, but some top guy at Marvel said they were never going to go dark with their movies. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think they're going to go like completely dark. I wish, but they would. they're getting more adulty. If you notice, mm-hmm. in like the Iron Man movies have always been more or less adulty, yeah. but like Avengers one, there was little to no cursing. Avengers 2, there was some cursing, but they played it off with, well, that's a bad word. Captain America doesn't like bad words. In this movie, they didn't really care. They kind of cursed all over yeah. the place. Um, My, I hope they don't go too adult, though. Like, I mean, <sighs> honestly, I feel like adult should adult is better for DC. Because, I mean, honestly, if everything goes dark, then, I mean, it can ruin movies. It almost ruined movies in, like, the 70s until Star Wars came out. Hmm. Hmm. My problem with all the cursing and stuff is that just that there were so many movies that they made where there was little to no cursing and then finally they just started cursing I don't know every 30 minutes or so and so that's just kind of annoyed me because like now now whenever I watch them I feel uncomfortable watching them especially around other people because you know I 
I don't I don't think cursing is necessarily the problem here. I think it's all of the other adult themes that the Netflix shows bring up that the movies have steered clear of. Um I don't think that the Netflix things like had any issue to do with the movies. It's just that they started it out beforehand with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And that's when all that trend started to like, oh, might as well just do it. So, uh, are you dead or alive? I'm dead, obviously. Okay. I don't know. I, I I have mixed feelings on bringing the Netflix characters in. I mean, as someone who watches movies and examines the movie business, I feel like it may end up as bad publicity for Marvel if they don't handle it correctly. So, but if if it, if it's near the end of Marvel's universe series. Which it, it might appear to be. It better not be. Like, I really hope that it does, like, end a couple of movies after Infinity War, because then the movies, the movies will just drag on. I mean, depends. I mean, if they're planning on... Like, obviously, the actors are starting to get older. It isn't old enough to make a big difference, but they won't be playing these characters forever. So I feel like what Marvel is going to try to do is introduce new characters and sort of shake up the norm every once in a while. So you can still have Marvel movies, but they, they'll they have new characters, new ideas, until they run out of those. Mm. I mean, as long as people pay to go and see them. Like, even still, they might stop. Like, if you, if you have a lot of people pay for it, it doesn't mean you're, you're automatically going to get another one. Um, when has that been proven to be true? When has it proven not to be true? They're, they're scrambling to get something together for the Hunger Games. Why? Why? Because it was a big box office success? Yeah. That. I mean, less so now after Mockingjay, but, I mean... Transformers movies keep on coming out. Yeah, Transformers movies I can understand because that's Hasbro. But other companies, I mean, when has a company left a franchise dead when it makes them money? Let me think. They didn't even have the respect to do it after Heath Ledger died for The Dark Knight. No, because they, they still had a story to go on with. Yeah, but they didn't bother to keep the Joker dead. What are you talking about? Or not dead, I guess. But, I mean, introducing a character after such an iconic... Right after such an iconic performance. But yeah, but then there's the whole mask thing, but that's different. Yeah. I, I feel like they're going to make Avengers movies until Avengers movies stop making money. They'll probably keep doing it for quite a long time. Um, I mean, the when you think about it, they're still making comic books for the Avengers. Mm-hmm. They've actually made comic books replacing old comic books. So I feel like eventually we're going to get to the point where we're going to have movies that are replacing the old movies in a different way. Kind of like a new 52 yeah. for uh, these things. Isn't that already going on with Marvel? I mean, yeah, Marvel of? had a reboot recently, I feel. 
And that that's why they're introducing characters with different character traits. <sighs> I mean, even with, like, Spider-Man, every time Spider-Man gets bad, they hit the reboot button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be nice, though, for these new Spider-Man movies if they go, like, full Spider-Verse on us, because that would be sweet. Oh, yeah. Dude, Spider-Gwen. Oh, uh, oh. Ultimate um, Spider-Man. Dude. I'm kind of worried for... Uh, what, Homecoming? Because, like, what, they announced four villains? I have no idea. I All I've seen is that... Um... I can't... Robert Downey Jr. is confirmed, and the lady who plays Aunt May is confirmed, and Michael Michael Keaton is... What? Um, rumored. Michael Keaton? Is rumored. OMG. <laughs> I love that guy. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of worried because somewhere four Spider-Man villains were announced, and I'm not sure if that's spread out in the, in this series or in that one movie, because if it's in that one movie, then that's just... I mean, it depends on how they play it off. Like, there's no way they can play it off that can make it perfect. Because they've struggled in the past to do that. Yeah. I mean, it really depends on which four villains they choose and how central. Like, Spider-Man movies tend to fail when they have more than two villains. However, I feel like if they did it correctly, they could pull it off. I think... well, Because I think Captain America... Like, um, I feel like Winter Soldier had more than four main comic book villains. No, there was only... Because there was the Winter Soldier, there was Crossbones, there was the... Crossbones! Redford guy. No, like, for me, all I saw was Hydra and the Winter Soldier. Those were the two main villains, I, I, I would think. Okay, but, yeah, if they did something similar to that... Yeah, but you, yeah. We're, ta- we're talking four, we're not talking... I mean, okay, so I feel like if you really think about it, what they did with this newest Captain America movie is they'd split the team in half and made one side be the bad guys, one side be the good guys, depending on which side you wanted to be on. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, we had, what, like six supervillains and six good guys? Yeah, if if they're all playing for the same team. Yeah, but they weren't really written as villains, though. Right, but I what I'm saying is as long as it's not just Spider-Man doing it alone, as long as he calls for backup or something. Like the uh, the thing I Well, Iron Man's going to be there. Yeah, so. Spider-Man, Iron Man, that's yeah. a two team thing, which I'm not sure what would happen there. But the I think the only villain that I might that I think is one thing confirmed was Venom, which if mm-hmm. that's the if if that's the case, I think it's way too early. Absolutely, but yeah. The rumors is that Michael Keaton is going to play some, like... Oh, and I think Vulture. Yeah, Vulture is, I think, what Mm. the rumors for Michael Keaton are for. Vulture is, like, a character I can understand. What's Venom doing there? I hope Venom isn't in there. Because it's too early. Way too early. I think we're getting distracted by future ones now. We we could make this into two podcasts. Um, we could, but <laughs> anyways. So uh, overall opinions, I honestly would probably rate it like a nine out of ten. I liked it a lot. 
Yeah, I it was would. Good. I don't know. I'd give uh, it. I'd have to think like maybe an eight point five out of ten, mostly because okay. I don't give perfect ten out of tens usually. So. Um, my my thing was, in my opinion, it's the best Marvel movie that they've made thus far. Okay. Yeah. I can. Right. Yeah, it isn't the best superhero movie though. No. Mm, no, I I I would give that to uh Dark, Dark Knight, Knight probably. And then yeah. Watchmen after that probably. No, no, Watchmen's terrible. Uh, Watchmen, sorry, it's no. amazing. <laughs> it depends on which cut you watch. If you watch the theatrical or even the directors, you need to watch like the ultimate cut, I think is I, official. Well, I, Plus I, I'm also a fan of the comic book, so like the, yeah. my only problem with Watchmen is just all that sex in it. So, um. it in my opinion, it just doesn't have a good story. But that's what? opinionated. That, uh, like okay, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. So <laughs> I would rate Civil War eight, even though I'm not that big a fan of it. I don't hate it. An eight. That's, that's the best you can get from me. It's definitely getting a higher rating than a so, second best movie of um, 2016. BBS. Then what? BBS? Yeah. I gave it a nine, didn't I? I don't know. I got. It. I gave. I gave it like a seven. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I would go with the seven for Batman versus. I Superman. think Batman versus Superman. Superman. It was. The, it was either an eight or a nine. So. Yeah. Anyways, this one, in my opinion, was better than Batman versus Superman. Oh yes. Except I, for. I highly disagree. Perhaps cinematically, Batman versus Superman was better but it, this one overall they did good i yeah. think my reason for not liking this movie is just because how biased i am yeah this is very much a dc versus marvel fight less than a quality of the movie fight because I, even though still it can also be like um i guess Captain America does have a very big advantage in that it's taking characters that have already been established, whereas it's much more Batman popular. versus Superman is has, has to struggle with introducing a new Batman as well as uh, an entire universe. Yeah, in one movie, which is why I think they should have saved Batman versus Superman for a bit later for DC. Anyway, I'm I'm yeah. I'm still too biased. Anyway, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Alright, well, overall, good movie, good fights, good story. Could have been better, I think. All of us would probably say that, but hey, art is all about the eye of the beholder, so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Woohoo. Is that all we have yeah, for this, yeah. or? It's all I can think of, so. Okay. So anyway, uh, thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. 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 Yeah.